0: what's up y'all welcome to the first episode of the clamps podcast the basketball podcast right here we talk about everything nba and basketball let's get right into it before we start i just want to plug my twitter real quick silly.07 we talk about a lot about basketball there i don't have a huge following right now so i'll probably retweet your tweets and everything like that i'll reply so show me a follow right there again it's Sully.07. U L E I dot O as in the letter, then seven. Alright, let's get straight into it. First off, I want to talk about Kyle Kuzma. He has been on a fucking tear recently. He's been doing everything the Wizards have needed so far. Rebounding, playing defense, scoring. And honestly, that Joel Embiid poster was nasty. I was watching that game. Man, I was hyped, bro. I'm a big Kuzma fan over here. Uh he's he's been like like I've been saying, he's been putting up great, great stats. Like I'm pretty sure he's been having like a double double every single game. I'm on my fantasy, so I ain't complaining at all. Let's see. Um, last night he had like three blocks as well, which is uh pretty good for me. Um, let's see how many how many uh double doubles he's had recently. Yeah, so the last uh five out of seven games he's had uh double doubles, and I'm sure he's had way way more this season. I'm pretty sure he has like I saw this stat on like somewhere. I'm pretty sure stat StatMuse or something, but Pretty sure he's had more double doubles this season than LeBron James, which is uh, kind of crazy. I could say my if I could say. Um, what else? Yeah, he's he's also the Wizards have also been like a really solid team. Like, like they were very very good at the start of the season. Like they were the first seed for quite a bit. But then I kind of everyone kind of had a feeling that they'd slow down eventually, and now they're like the pretty sure they're the seventh seed, eighth seed. Uh, they are the I'm just going on the NBA app right now. Uh, they are the eighth seed, yeah, by only uh two game, one game, uh behind the Charlotte Horn- Hornets. I'm not really good with like the standing stuff, so I might be wrong right there. But uh, yeah. As well, I kind of have a hot take right here. Tell me, like, just you know, like, tell me if you think this is cuckoo or whatever. But I feel like this season, this season alone, Kyle Kuzma has had a better season than Julius Randle. I know, like. Forget about like all his past seasons. Julius Randle's like, forget about his All Star season, his most improved player this season, all of those. But just this season alone, I'm taking Kyle Kuzma over Julius Randle. No, no potential or anything. Like just like a one year rental, I'm taking Kyle Kuzma. I don't know. You guys tell me if that's crazy. Uh, just reply to my Twitter if you know what I'm saying. I made a tweet about that. I didn't really get any replies, but uh, maybe you guys can. Next thing I want to talk about is the Lakers. Um they have been pretty horrible this season, honestly. Uh, but last night they had a good game against the Jazz. They won by like six points. Russ had a pretty good game. He only had two turnovers, I'm pretty sure. And LeBron had a great game put on his backpack. And uh if you follow LeBron's Twitter, I'm pretty sure he said that Like, sorry about this Laker nation. We're gonna be big come back bigger and stronger for the rest of the season. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, like, the 4-5 seed. I know we've been saying that, like, the entire season, like, oh, they're going to heat up, oh, they're going to be great in the playoffs. But honestly, I could see them being, like, a 4-5 to seed. I don't see them being better than the Warriors, the Phoenix Suns, also the Memphis Grizzlies in Utah. So probably, like, around that 5 seed, I'd have them, like, I'd have them over Dallas, Denver, Clippers, Minnesota, Portland, all those teams. So yeah, I see them around the five seed if they like maximize their p- potential and Anthony Davis comes back like not a bum. As well, if they go as the five seed, they go against uh, the Utah Jazz and like as of right now, and honestly, I don't really like that for them. But if they were the six seed, it would be against the Memphis Grizzlies. Which, honestly, I kind of like that matchup for them, to be honest. So, I don't know. Uh, Frank Vogel has to figure that out. Uh, GMing, the GM of that team has to figure that out. Yeah, Lakers are kind of in a iffy spot right now. And uh, I'm a big Russ fan over here, right? And Russ has not been playing well. But, like, every single year, Russ starts off the t- season horribly. Even in Washington, Houston, all of that. And then January, he gets, like, a little bit better. But this season, that's not happening. But... Nearing the end of the season, like, from March till the end, he goes off. He goes crazy. And honestly, I kind of expect that. I don't think he's going to be this horrible for the rest of the season. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is the Raptors. So, I'm a Raptors fan over here. And, like, I'm probably going to try and talk about them every single time I do a pod. Because, like, I'm a Raptors fan. Kind of like what Kenny Beacham does on his, po- on his channel. Like, he talks about the Bulls. And, yeah. So, I saw some rumors about some miles turner trade and i saw og from miles turner and honestly i kind of see why we do it but i feel like we kind of lose that trade by quite a bit if we're not getting another asset like i guess we'd want to like trade either way either pascal or og because it's kind of a jam in one position to have like scotty og and pascal so i guess but i feel like we get a bit more from og other like that's not Miles turner right so like in my opinion, I would not trade OG for Miles Turner. I don't really know what we'd give up in that trade. Uh like we'd have to obviously give up a pick and a young player, but I honestly don't know who the who the Pacers would want on our team. Like let's see, like, let me look through through our roster real quick and see if anything like makes sense for them. I, I ain't no casual, by the way. I know the Raptors team by like heart, but let me like I'm just gonna check, alright. Uh they would want precious, like they might want precious, but like we've had him, we've only had him for like this season, so I'd like to have him for a bit longer. Malakai, I don't see they'd want him. Bonga, I don't see why they want him. Delano Banton, maybe, but I like Delano Banton a lot actually. He went to my school, so I actually don't want to trade him. I'd be very sad if he got traded. uh yeah, Trenton Away, yeah, Chris Boucher, they wouldn't want. Uh, they would want Justin champenny Malachi Flynn. Did I say I'm nah, They probably wouldn't want him. But like, yeah, I don't see what like what we'd trade for Miles Turner. But a player that I would like that kind of plays similarly to Miles Turner is Mo Bamba. The the Magic are already shopping him, and they said they wanted like a first round pick and a young player. Again, I don't really know what, what they would want from us. Would they want a guard? I'm pretty sure they'd want a wing because I kind of guard heavy and big heavy. So they'd maybe want, I don't know, like. They would. They might want pressures. They could run him at the four. Maybe Delano Banton again. Savi makalu He's kind of young. He's like twenty four. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. I don't really know, but I'd really love to see Mobamba. Like a starting five of Fred, Og, Siakam, Barnes, and Mobamba. However you want to put our three forwards, and then Gary Trent off the bench. Chris Boucher, if we still have him. Dylan Branson, if we still have him, like, I'd really like to see that team. That'd be a very fun team to watch, and we really need a guy like Mo Bamba, like a big guy that shot, block, and stretch the floor a bit for us. Uh, the next things I want to talk about is John Morant and the Grizzlies. So they would they just got off, like, 11- or 10-game win streak, and, now, and then they lost to the Mavericks, but now they just won against the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, the Bulls, by, I'm pretty sure it was, like, 16-point win. I watched that game. What was the score? Yeah, a 16-point win score was 106-119 um, ah, Memphis. And I want to talk about John Morant's MVP candidacy. Like, obviously, Giannis, KD, and Jokic are the top three MVPs, and those guys are running away with it. KD might follow it a bit because he had that, like, injury. He's out four to six weeks, which I'm very, very sad to see. I actually love watching KD. So I don't know what's gonna happen with him. At his MVP candidacy, he's probably gonna fall out of the race. And Steph Curry already fell out of the race. So and then George Joel Embiid was probably the fourth. So I feel like he could jump up a bit. So like by the end of the season, I could see like Giannis being first, then Jokic, then like Joel Embiid, and if KD comes back still like fine with more t- time of the season left, he could be like fourth and then fifth. That's a very very interesting spot. The fifth spot, it's between Debo, Demar Derozan. And John Morant. I'm a big, big Debo fan over here. Like, he, he, like, played his early years in Toronto, bro. Some of my favorite basketball to watch back then, bro. But I don't know. Does Demar DeRozan deserve it over John Morant? John Morant has, like, has been playing solid. He's been very good for the Grizzlies. But Demar DeRozan has been so, so solid, man. With those two game winners back to back. I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? I. Ah, I think I might take, okay, I think I might take De- DeMar DeRozan as the fifth spot. Only because when John Morant was out, the, the Memphis Grizzlies were fine. They wanted a win streak, in fact. That's like the only reason why I might take DeMar DeRozan. It's very, very close for me. Very, very close for me. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Think DeMar, who are you taking as an MVP this season? Next thing I want to talk about is Anthony Simons. If you have, if you're a follower of PV the Plug, uh he just published a video about Anthony Simons. He went very, very much in depth about his game, his playmaking, his shot creation, his athleticism, even his faults. But to be honest, there weren't many. Um, oh, and honestly, I love watching that guy play, bro. He's he's just so flashy. Not even though like he can play simple as well. He's so athletic, so such a good shot creator, and honestly. He might be one of those guys like win the dunk contest, three-point contest, and skills challenge. Like me and my friends were talking about that and he already won the dunk contest. Honestly, this season he could be in the three point shootout because he's shooting like lights out. Like what is it, like 44% for three? I don't know, but he's been shooting the lights out. And playmaking, that one's a bit iffy. He's just he's a really good passer, but I feel like he could do it. I also have a trade in mind for the Anthony 7, but I'm gonna go into that later. I'm going to talk about the Blazers a bit first. So if I'm the Blazers this season, I'm letting Damian Lillard rest the entire season, even if he comes back, like if he's healthy and stuff. I'm going to let him sit the entire season, let him rest. I'm going to let Anthony Simons run this team, run the Blazers. I, I don't really care if they don't make the playoffs. I, in fact, I want them to be a, a lottery team. Get like a top three pick, get like Paolo, Chat, like something like that. In fact, I don't even want them to choose someone. I want them to trade CJ, you or norm with that pick for like a star player like i don't know Ben Simmons or whoever they want that's my like like second idea for what the blazers should do my first is a big big i wouldn't say a huge trade out. if bet, if you consider ben simmons a big trade piece still this would be a big trade but if you don't i can see why honestly the trade would be the uh 76 uh the, okay let's start with the blazers blazers receive ben simmons right they want they want a guard, they want a big defensive guy beside Damian Lillard Ben Simmons perfect the Philadelphia 76ers receive Anthony Simons Norman Powell Larry Nance Jr. Buddy Hield and and Harrison Barnes the Sacramento K- Kings receive Tobias Harris I know there's a lot of pieces in there I don't think they can just take on like six guys like that they'd probably have to like they probably have to be like a fourth team involved, but like that doesn't get that much or anything, right? Just think about this. Okay, we talk about, let's talk about the Blazers first. Blazers get a nice defensive guy alongside Ben Simmons, as well they still have CJ McCollum and Nurkic, who they can trade away. Cause I don't really want Nurkic or CJ McCollum on my team if I was running that team. For 70, let's talk about Kings. Let's go to the 76ers last, cause that's probably the most important. Kings, I do not really like this for them. But their GM said that they want to be win now. And if they want a win now player, Tobias Harris, right? I guess you could say he's a bit inconsistent. He is, he has been quite inconsistent this season. And honestly, I don't know if you'd rather have Tobias Harris or or Buddy Hill and Harrison Barnes. But I feel like that get their like I I honestly don't know why they do that, to be honest. They probably will have to get some picks in that or another player from like a fourth team or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm really confused on the Sacramento Kings situation. I really love the Kings. I really love De'Aaron Fox. I really love Tyrese Halliburton. I really love Rashawn Holmes. Chmezi Metu, one of my favorite bigs in the league. But I, I don't really know what they should do, honestly. Like, they should. No, I know what they should do. I know that they should trade away either De'Aaron Fox or Tyrese and hit a low-key reset. But I know their GM won't do that because they said they want to be and win now. So uh, I don't know about that for them. And then let's go to 76ers. 76ers would have, as a starting five, Anthony Simons, uh, Norman Powell, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and and Matisse Stiebel off the bench. Think about that. That's crazy, bro. And Seth Curry off the bench, even if he doesn't get traded with the fourth team. But think about this. Anthony Simons has been, like, beautiful in the pick and roll with Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic. Imagine him with Joel Embiid in the pick and roll. And then he's driving. Imagine this. Anthony Simons going in, driving in for a layup with his amazing bag, right? In the middle of the air. Kicks it out to St- Seth Curry in the corner. Bang. Three. It's just, it's just a beautiful team. It's a perfect team around Joel Embiid. Shooters, playmakers. And shock creators. Like, I want to see why Daryl Moey wouldn't do it, but I know why he won't do it. Cause he wants a big splash, bro. He should just settle for this trade. If if I was a 76 Gmail, I'd do this like that. In a heartbeat. That is such a good trade for them. And Pewee, Pewee the plug, he goes in-depth about this. I really want you guys to check out that video. I'm just like cherry-picking off what he said. But you guys should go in that watch that video. He goes in depth in film. Very, very good video. Very interesting. I love it. All right, guys. That's all I have for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Clamps podcast. Um, Please go check out my Twitter, sully.o7, S U L E I dot O, as in the letter, and then seven. I talk a lot about basketball there. You can reply to my tweets. I'll 100% reply. While I'm small right now. But that's going to change real quick. Because you guys are going to run me up some likes and follows. Alright. Also check out my Instagram. Sully underscore seven. Oh, Sully underscore oh seven. You got that boys. And girls. And whoever's watching this. Alright. See you in the next one. Peace out.